How is it going, everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host, Ethan Bridge. And before we dive into today's episode, I just want to make sure you have smashed that subscribe button or follow button, depending on what platform you are listening on. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoy what you hear today, make sure you head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom and leave the show a five star rating and review. But now we've got that out the way, I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in and let's dive straight into today's episode. Today I want to talk about my favorite tools to growing your following on Instagram or they can be used on most social media platforms for that matter. However, I have specifically used them to grow on Instagram. I've been creating content for quite a while now and seen some pretty good success within a short period of time. Now, yes, this is obviously down to consistency and engagement strategies and you name it, things I mention on this podcast all of the time. However, there are certain tools that I have been using throughout my journey so far that have dramatically helped my growth. Now, obviously I want to share these with you guys because if you're not using them already, you need to be using them because if you're not, then you could be stunting your growth. Now, obviously, as I mentioned, your content you create is key. Your engagement strategy is key. By downloading these apps or tools that I'm going to talk about, it won't just gain you followers. It's not one of those things. It's about how they can assist you with certain processes and content creation to streamline the process, make it look more professional, make it look better in order to link back and pretty much help you grow your following and grow your audience. So it's all about streamlining the process and giving yourself the best opportunity. Now I've rambled on enough now, let's just dive straight into the first tool. Now the first tools I'm going to talk about are the ones I use for my content creation. And there's two of them and I'm not gonna use them as two separate tools, I'm gonna group them into one because it's what I use them for. So content creation, I use Adobe Illustrator and Premiere Pro. Until I used these apps, there wasn't much professionalism about the content I created. Yes, you can use free alternatives such as Canva or Keynote, the basically PowerPoint version of Mac. That's what I was using before I downloaded and purchased the Adobe package because I wanted to test the waters. I wanted to try the carousel game without paying £30 a month for Adobe or however much I spend, I don't really know. But that was my point. I wanted to see whether I could create good carousels and get some traction through using the free options to which I then saw I was succeeding. And I thought, okay, right, I'm seeing success with a free tool. If I purchase one of the most powerful content creation tools out there, I'm going to dramatically be able to improve the quality of the content I produce. So I downloaded it. I've got Illustrator for my carousels and my single image posts and part of the package as well, you get Premiere Pro, the video editing, which is for my video content. Now, Illustrator is extremely complicated when you first open it up. It is, it baffles me. It baffled, well, it, it baffled me when I first did it. I didn't know what I was doing. It still baffles me in some cases, but as you learn, as you practice, you can do incredible things with Illustrator. Your designs can be, phenomenal. Now I do keep my designs very simple but what I didn't have within Kino or within the other free apps were templates and 
templates completely changed it for me. I was spending two hours a time or on Keynote beforehand where although I was spending no money, it was taking me two hours to create a carousel. Yes, you could create templates within Keynote, but with Illustrator, it was much simpler. You can have all your different artboards laid out. You can see it from a more overview perspective. You're not looking at specific slides. And with Illustrator, you've got your artboard, you split it up, and then obviously you just export via screens and it's much easier to do it that way. So your visualization on Illustrator is much easier than what you will get with the free apps as well. So just having that made it so much simpler. It made all my designs flow much nicer and I had my guides. It cut my content creation time down from two hours to about 25, 30 minutes. So I was able to create a week's worth of carousels in the same time as it used to take me to create just one. And to me, that was worth far more than the £30 a month I was spending on the package itself. And it really, really ups the quality as well. As I got used to the platform, as I got used to Premiere Pro and knowing how all the different shortcuts to get my timeline edit editing to speed up, I was producing posts quicker than I've ever been able to produce them before. And to me, that meant a lot because that allowed me to focus on other aspects of my page with the outreach with regards to clients and you name it. I wanted to obviously continue to produce really high quality content, but in a much shorter space of time. So, Illustrator and Premiere Pro did just that. They are two tools that have been able to help me produce extremely, extremely high quality content whilst doing so in a short period of time. That's all I want with my content creation. I want to keep it to a high level, but not take up too much of my time. And they did just that. Now, if you don't have the money to spend, obviously you can still use the free options. You can still create amazing carousels. I know there are creators that still use Keynote. So Dave Tallis has got an absolute ton of followers. Now he still uses Keynote. When you understand how to use Keynote properly, even though it's essentially PowerPoint, you can create some incredible designs and succeed. And Dave Tallas is the perfect example of doing just that. But me personally, as soon as I downloaded Premiere Pro and Illustrator, that investment in myself, I was spending money on it. I was putting that investment in. I felt as if my page since doing that has taken off dramatically. So tool number one for content creation, Adobe Illustrator and Premiere Pro. Just download the Adobe package. So number two, and this one is more down the lines of hashtag strategy. And it's a nice little program called Flick. Now, I don't want to go into too much detail because there are a ton of YouTube tutorials on actually how you can use the app itself and break it down. I could possibly make one in the future, but I don't want to do that now because it will take up far too much time because I could literally spend about 25 minutes talking about the app itself. But hashtags are incredibly confusing. You will have a ton of creators out there that will sell you the package of saying that use these hashtags and you will perform extremely well every single time. Some just do. Some people just know the ins and outs of hashtags, but many will lie about the process and just steal hashtags from other pages and say, use these, these might work. But hashtags don't really work like that. Your content still has to be of an extremely high level of quality Otherwise, you aren't going to get good engagement, which in turn isn't going to help you to get pushed on hashtag. You can't just expect hashtags to be your number one thing that helps your page grow. Hashtags aren't going to do that. You can't say, oh, my hashtags don't work. Therefore, 
that's the reason I'm not growing. Hashtags should be the last thing you worry about when it comes to Instagram growth. You want to focus on the quality of your content and your engagement with other accounts. But with that being said, Flick is a great tool that allows you to analyze the hashtags you are using and make sure that the hashtag strategy that you are implementing, despite it not possibly working on every single post you make, it's given you the best chance to do so. So essentially what the tool does, it allows you to look into the hashtags you are using, analyze them, see whereabouts you're ranking on each one. So let's say, for example, you are currently using hashtag stacking. So you're taking a bunch of hashtags from the lower level, the medium level and the high level, and you're putting them in. You can see whether you're actually ranking on the lower tier hashtags. So the ones that get less reach and have less competition, which in turn, if you are ranking on them, could help you rank on the medium, which will then help you rank on the high. But if you aren't ranking on the low ones, you can safely assume that you need to be using different hashtags from that low level. Flick can tell you just that. It can tell you if you've ranked on those hashtags and it allows you to create specific groups of hashtags so that you can then import them into your post accordingly. It's just a really, really good tool for analyzing your hashtag strategy. It's as simple as that. It is a paid tool, but it is a good investment if you do want to increase the chances of a successful hashtag strategy. But as I said, do not rely on this tool. Do not say, oh, my hashtag strategy doesn't work. That's the reason I'm not growing. It's the last thing you should be worrying about. Many people have never had a post that has gone viral through hashtags. Explore page would be your best friend over hashtags. Hashtags are incredibly hard to get the grips of and see specific success from because they are just random at times. One post will perform, the next won't. So you'll change your hashtags, it might perform again, next post, back to square one. And you just can't work out what's happening. But obviously if you download Flick and use it to analyze your hashtag strategy, you can give yourself the best opportunity to do so. That is what I have been doing. I've been using Flick. I've been getting and finding good hashtags, analyzing the hashtags I've been using. Then from that, changing my hashtag group and the different hashtags I use within those groups, which I will then use on my post to obviously give myself the best opportunity of me increasing my post reach through hashtags. So tool number two I've been using throughout my journey so far is Flick. Now, tool number three, and this one is actually one I really like. As I've continued to use Instagram and progress over time, I've understood that stories are a key pillar to your Instagram strategy. If you aren't using Instagram stories at the moment, please do. Do not just use stories as a place to share the fact you've got a new post. You need to have a completely separate content strategy on your stories to that of which you have on your feed. You need to be providing further value for your stories. You need to be connecting with your audience on a more personal level. You need to be showing your face. It is where you build trust with your audience. You can't expect people to just see your carousels every day and go, oh, I trust this guy, I want to buy his product or service. It doesn't, doesn't work like that. You need to be showing people that behind the scenes, a bit of your personal life, not necessarily personal life. You want to keep it strictly business because at the end of the day, that is why people follow you. But showing a bit of your personal life, someone might relate to it. You might show the fact you're doing a workout. One of your followers 
might also love going to the gym and therefore you have another thing in common so they trust you a little bit more. Showing up on stories helps build that trust, helps show you who you are as an individual which in turn builds the relationship with your audience. So that sums up the importance of stories, but there are a couple of apps that I've been using in particular that have helped me with my story game so far. So the next two tools I'm going to mention are to do with Instagram stories. The first one is Unfold. Now, when it comes to Instagram story creation, when you're just trying to work things out and put in stickers to make it look fancy and you're reducing the size of your video and you're adding a few squiggles, Sometimes it can just look a little tacky and people come across it and you might think it looked cool because you spent five or six minutes creating some design, but others might look at that and just go, oh, they tried too hard to make this look quite fancy. But Unfold, on you can find it on the App Store, just type in Unfold, is an app that just has a ton of templates for Instagram stories. Now, these templates are not boring, they are not tacky, they are extremely professional and you can import both photos and images into these. So what I actually like to do with them is I'll use a template that has two different sections, two different places where you can import things. So I'll have one where I can import the video and then I will have in the other slot where you could potentially import another photo or video, I will in that one import what I would use as my background and then I'll go onto the stories app and then overlay text into that background slot. So from using the app Unfold, where before I may have made some really tacky, unappealing design within Instagram, I'm creating the story outside of the app on Unfold with a really professional template and then importing it into Instagram. I know this works because I've had people respond to my stories and go, how on earth do you get such good and professional story design? And I'm sort of sitting there feeling like a bit of a fraud because they aren't my designs. I'm just using templates from a third party app. But the fact I'm getting these responses goes to show that my story creation strategy is one that actually works because they are appealing enough for people to approach me and say, how on earth do you make stories like this? So even though you aren't specifically creating these stories yourself, you are able to create some incredibly professional and engaging stories by using templates. This is one that's perfect if you feel as if you are not very creative or you aren't really good at putting like stickers together and squiggles and making it look good. If you use a template, you can get that professional looking story whilst having a lack of creativity. So that's what you want. It's the best of both worlds. So download Unfold, find a template that works for you, create a brand from that template, have it as something that when people are scrolling through the stories, they're used to you using that template. So when they come across that story and they see that template, they know it's yours, they know it's professional, it's engaging, you grab the attention, you've mastered your story game. But you need to be showing up on Instagram stories. And that is a great way to make your stories look professional. Now, another app I use with regards to Instagram stories is an app called Cut Story. Now, if you are familiar with stories, you will know that essentially you can only record up to a minute worth of an Instagram story. And that will break it down into four 
different 15 second segments so if stories are split up into 15 second segments if you go on there and you'll see the little bars at the top each of those bars can be a maximum of 15 seconds but when you are recording on the app it will limit it to a minute which can be quite frustrating because sometimes you have more than a minute's worth of something to say but what cut story allows you to do is import a video into their app and then it will format it for instagram stories it will upload it and then cut your two minute or however long video you've recorded down into those 15 second segments into the story dimensions so that no matter how long the video you record is you can just upload it straight into instagram stories so if you record a story on a DSLR camera, for example, or you record it on your back camera of your iPhone in 4K, you can get a story that is in much higher quality rather than just using that front camera. And you can record it for two to three minutes, upload it into Cut Story, and then have a story that is longer than the minute maximum that you would have been able to record in the app, and then just upload it from Cut Story into Instagram. Simple as that. You can then have a story for as long as you want it to be. So if you've got a longer point that you want to talk about, or if you're thinking about different content strategies, maybe you want to almost produce a mini video within your stories that maybe lasts a couple of minutes, you can do just that. You do not have to worry about that minute restriction and those 15 second segments. Record a video that's longer than a couple of minutes. Upload it into Cut Story. It will dissect it for you save all of those different files into your camera roll and then you can upload those files one by one onto your stories and that's been really helpful for me because rather than just jumping on stories and recording something for 15 seconds it's actually given me that flexibility to produce a bit more of a long form piece of video content essentially so if you want to do just that download cut story but those are the two apps i've been using to improve my instagram stories i love instagram stories i probably prefer them to producing feed content i find them much more entertaining to actually produce i like them they elicit more responses i get more dms via them because it's more of a personal way i can talk about pretty much anything it's more laid back it's more uncut a bit raw and i like that so get on instagram stories and use those two apps to help you in the process now the final thing i want to mention that has really 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 helped me throughout my journey so far and this isn't something i had initially it's only something that i implemented about two months into the journey on the account i'm actually building at the moment but that is having a content calendar i know this isn't a specific app to download or at all but i've actually created an excel spreadsheet where i have a content calendar and this has been the biggest lifesaver for me at times i will sit down at the beginning of every single month and plan my content for that month coming up with content ideas is incredibly frustrating especially if you are producing content every single day like i am it can be stressful you might wake up one morning and go oh my god what do i need to make a post on today and then you're scrambling around for ideas and you may end up coming up with something that's mediocre at best and posting it and it underperforming and it would have probably just been better for you to miss a day of posting but if you have a content calendar and you know what you need to create every single day you can be organized and be prepared in case one morning you haven't had time to create a piece of content the night before or on the weekend where you've done batch creation of content 
and you can be prepared and you know that the piece of content you are going to be producing is worthwhile because you've planned it in the content calendar. And that also links into another thing I've been doing. I was initially creating my post for the day on the day that I was going to post it. But instead, now I will batch create my content on a Sunday. I'll create all of my content I need to post that week on the Sunday. That way I am not stressed throughout the week. I can do things in the week that are more beneficial of my time. I'm actually spending my time more wisely. I can just post the content that I've created on the weekend. So batch creating my content on a Sunday has been a huge help. But that content calendar has been it's been so key. It's been so key. And on that content calendar, I have a note section where I actually record any ideas I may have throughout the week. So if I want to plan even further in advance, if I think of something, I'll put it down in the notes on my phone and I'll go onto my laptop in the evening. And because it's a Mac, the notes sync, it'll come up and I will plug those notes straight into the content calendar. So then they'll go on to the next day so I can then keep stacking all of my ideas so that when it comes to actually creating that content, I know I'm always going to have something. So not only do I have the ideas on this content calendar, I also have the stage of the content creation I am at. So I'll have the bit where I've planned the text, I've planned the caption, I've planned the headline, I've planned the cover slide. All of these different things will be in the content calendar so I know at what stage I am at so far in the content creation of each post. That way I know I can just keep on top of things. I can go, okay, I'm up to this point on this post. I only need to do this. Let's just finish that off and get that post completed so I can then post it a couple of days down the line. Knowing where you are at with each stage of the content creation just helps with that organization. So having that content calendar, having those step-by-step guides of where you're currently at really, really just helps with organization. When you are posting content every single day, organization means a lot. If you're not organized, you won't be able to post every day. If you're not posting every day, you aren't giving yourself the best opportunity to succeed. Obviously, you don't need to post every single day. You can succeed without posting every single day, but I post every single day. If you post every single day, you are much more likely to have a piece of content that goes viral or you are going to just reach more people. The more people you reach, the quicker you're going to grow your audience. That's why I post daily. But what's allowed me to post daily is being organized, is having that content calendar. So final tool I use is a content calendar. And that wraps up all of the tools I use that have helped me so far with my Instagram journey. And I hope I've opened your eyes to some new tools possibly and that you can then go and use them in your content strategy and that does round up today's episode of the podcast if you have any questions with regards to anything i've mentioned please just reach out to me on instagram at the marketing ethan send me a dm and i'll make sure i get back to you but if you did enjoy today's episode hit that subscribe button or that follow button depending on what platform you are listening on that way you will never miss an episode when i post every monday wednesday and friday now just one more ask from me guys if you are listening on apple podcasts i'd really appreciate if you head over to the show page scroll to the bottom and leave a five star rating and review if you do that make sure you send me a screenshot on instagram of that review i will give you a shout out on my instagram story and i'll also give you a shout out in the next podcast episode once your review has shown up on the podcast but i just want to finish off the episode by saying 
Thank you all for tuning in to Social Media Marketing School.